Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Haunted HTX Podcast. I'm your host, Zach. Tonight we have three stories for you from Reddit, and I want to remind everyone, if you have a story you'd like to share for the podcast, please email me at hauntedhtx at gmail.com. Alright, I don't like to make a long introduction, so let's get into the stories. Our first story comes from Styles. It all started two-ish years ago. I would be in bed on the top floor. My house has a basement, main floor, and top floor. And I would hear what sounded like someone walking across the tile floor in my kitchen, creeping into the living room, and then booking ass down the basement stairs. I thought nothing of it because my brother lives in the basement. Until one night it happened and I texted my brother to see why he was being so loud. The dude was not home, and in fact at his girlfriend's across the city. I go downstairs and check. Absolutely nothing. And I'm like, well, well, damn, that's creepy, but whatever. Then a while goes by, maybe a month, and I start getting these super weird dreams. At the time, I was on a medication that could cause this, though, so I didn't think too much of it until I complete the medication run after six months as it was just for acne. And the dreams continued. They'd usually be something like, I'd be trapped in a dark room, absolutely terrified that something was hunting or attacking me. Also had a couple of sleep paralysis episodes. Again, was like, damn, it's an after effect of the medication. Until I had a conversation about the dreams with my brother and just in an offhand manner asked him if he had any dreams about being lured into our our crawl space in the basement and being attacked. And he was like, WTF? Yeah, why? Well, because I had been constantly having those dreams since January that year, 2020, and we had this discussion sometime in the summer. I'm having a normal dream, but somehow this darkness appears, and this would translate into any of my dreams. A hole, a hallway, but the only one that was constant was my crawl space. The first time this dream happened, it went something like this. My brother was in front of our crawl space door, just under our basement staircase. He says, I need to tell you something, and beckons me to follow him into the space. I do, and the room goes dark. I turned to my brother, and all I could remember seeing was this tall, completely black, featureless figure. And all I said was, that's not my brother. And then I couldn't move, and cried for help. And the dream ended. I was freaked out. Sometimes I would also see dark shadows move out of the corner of my eye. Or I would be in that state where you're mostly asleep but still aware. And I could feel someone touching me, sometimes in a sexual manner, and sometimes I couldn't move. I saw a shaman for spirit release, as it is called, but this shit still happens to this day. I will mention also that I'm very interested in the occult, and have been looking into things like witchcraft, demonology, solomonic magic, etc. during this whole time, so maybe it has something to do with that? And as this stuff does still happen, I just kind of learned that if you tell a spirit you'll kick its ass if it doesn't stop messing with you, it'll stop. 
Like, it's still there, but it's like a weird house cat now. This next story comes from ZX Retro on Reddit, titled The Bellevue Hauntings. I've posted this as a comment elsewhere, but was told it needed to be its own post to share my experience, so here it is. I was born and grew up in a town called Shrewsbury in Shoffsfire, England. The town has a reputation of being one of the most haunted places in the world. The town is well over a thousand years old and has a lot of ruins of old buildings remain, even in the town center. Everyone I knew growing up had some sort of experience, haunting or otherwise, at some point in their lives. So, getting to my most haunted experience, that spans a number of years. These aren't my only experiences, but this is the one that has affected me the most. My parents have a house in the Bellevue area of the town, where all of the family, my mother and her siblings, grew up. This house has a back bedroom that gives off a vibe that you just don't want to fuck with. It's the only room in the house that has the door always closed, and is now used as a storeroom that my nan refuses to enter alone. It was used when I was a kid as a spare bedroom for when my brother and I would stay over, but we hated being in that room. One night, me and my brother were asleep in there, and I woke up just in time to look over and see the lighting fixture on the ceiling next to my head. I can even remember feeling the cold plaster touching my cheek right before whatever the fuck was lifting me let go. I hit the mattress and immediately started screaming, obviously, and my dad burst into the room to find out what happened. I told him everything, but he was skeptical. I even remember him saying that the room was very cold, even though the heating was on and there was an odd feeling he couldn't explain. My brother, who was asleep during my incident, said he had a dream that night of an old man standing over him and shouting for him to get out. And to this day, he is reluctant to talk about it because of how real it felt. Now, this is where it starts to get worse. I was told this was over a month after the first incident, but I was at home, in my house, on the other side of the town, and it happened again. My brother and I at this time used bunk beds, and I slept on the top bunk. My dad was downstairs watching TV, and all of a sudden he said he got a feeling something was wrong, then realized the feeling he felt was the same as it was when I had my incident at Nan's. He ran upstairs and burst into the room just in time to catch me falling from the ceiling. I had been picked up, lifted over the bed's safety rail, and was hanging with my head tilted toward the ground. My dad burst in to see me hanging there in mid-air for a split second before dropping, and he caught me. He was terrified and could never explain what happened. Nothing ever happened again, until I was in my mid-twenties. My nan was headed out somewhere for an overnight stay, so I said I would stay the night, feed the dogs, and sleep on the sofa. 
I did everything stated, went to sleep on the sofa, but woke up in the morning in the spare room at the back of the room behind a load of storage boxes. It took me five minutes of moving the boxes out of my way to reach the door to get out. And to this day, now 14 years later, I've no idea how the hell I got into that room over the boxes and to the back section of the room without damaging anything. I've never been more frightened after waking up in all my life, and I've never stayed another night in that house since. My nan refuses to talk about that room, and my granddad was the same prior to his death. I have no idea what happened in that house, what spirit or worse is living in that back room, but I'll never go to that back room for as long as I live. Our last story tonight comes from This Is Papitz on Reddit. So we all had different experiences with the house. My siblings, who are all 10 plus years older, got to experience more. We moved out of it when I was 17. My dad always tells us how it belonged to a drug lord before us. This is in Peru, so you can imagine it wasn't so weird. This drug lord got caught in the airport trying to move drugs, according to my dad, but we have no idea what happened to him after that. Most experiences were about a man with no feet. That's what my brother says it was. I never actually saw anything except when I was a kid, and I don't remember anything to be honest. Back then, my parents had a lot of money, so we always had one or two housekeepers and one or two chauffeurs. They also started experiencing weird things. They had their own rooms in our house, and they said they would hear knocking on their doors, but when they opened them, no one was there. I think the most creepy experience happened to my mom. She said one morning she walked by my basement and saw someone sitting in there, dressed in black. My mom thought it was one of the housekeepers, so later on she asked the other housekeeper to call her, but apparently she hadn't come to work that day. And this happened several times. My sister tells me that when she was younger, she and my brother would hear things at night. For example, they would hear the piano playing. I also heard it several times, but I was so used to it that I didn't think anything of it. There's the time they heard a loud bang in the middle of the night, and when they went to explore, there was a big piece of wood in the middle of the living room which came from absolutely nowhere. Then there was the housekeeper who, to this day, swears somebody stole her frozen chicken. <laughs> it's so funny, I always laugh when she tells this story, but she swears it's true. She says other creepy things happened to her and one of the chauffeurs, who swears the cupboards in the kitchen opened by themselves one time. He passed away, so there's no way to ask him, sadly. We've talked about it some, and we all think it was a good spirit. Turns out, one time my aunts, who are considerably younger than my mom, played with a Ouija board, and were told there was a spirit there. My mom once saw a white dog in the house, 
when we didn't have one. And I think folklore says it means it's not an evil spirit. Now, about the man with no feet. My brother says that some spirits have no feet because they aren't linked to the earth or aren't on the earth. I had two experiences. The first one was when I was like five or six. I can't remember. My eldest sister, the hardcore atheist who doesn't believe in paranormal stuff, tells me we were in her room and I was sitting on her bed looking out the door. Then I pointed at the door and said, Who's that angel? And my sister asked, Which one? And I responded, The one standing by the door. Then she rushed to the door and closed it. I don't know why, though. A few years later, when I told this story, I said I walked up to the angel and it just disappeared, leaving me in the dark. But I don't remember this, so I'm not sure how that story went. Maybe it was another time. The one thing I do remember happened when I was 16 or 17. Back then I had a cat. She would do the normal cat thing and stare at nothing and hiss. But she got so angry sometimes, her tail would go all puffy. So this one time I was in my room watching TV. The bathroom was inside the room and near my bed. And then suddenly this loud crash was heard. It sounded like a mirror was broken. At least that's what I thought at the time. I immediately thought it had been my cat, so I turned toward the sound and yelled her name. But when I turned back around, my cat was sitting near the TV, looking at the bathroom with huge eyes, but she wasn't hissing. I got so scared I grabbed my cat and ran out of my room. My mom and dad appeared. My dad was on the first floor, which was kind of far away, and he said he heard a loud bang. I told him I heard it come from my bathroom, and he went in to investigate. But there was nothing there. Nothing. I looked for days and never found anything that could have been the origin of the sound. And my room was at the border of the house. Besides was the neighbor's patio. So it was impossible for a sound so loud to seem like it was coming from inside my bathroom. There were a lot of weird things that happened, but most of them happened when I was young. My second sister, not the oldest, says she would constantly dream of a mysterious man, but that she was always scared. And then one time in her dreams, she yelled at him and told him to leave the house. She never dreamt of him again, and things calmed down a bit. Anyway, a lot more things happened, but I don't think I'm a good storyteller. Oh, and fun fact, I was so traumatized by that house, I developed nyctophobia. I was, still am, extremely afraid of the dark, to the point that I get anxiety attacks. But funnily enough, once we moved, the phobia got better. I was even able to sleep without the lights on a couple of times. And also, my cat never again stared at the wall hissing in our new place. And that concludes another episode of Haunted HTX Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed it, and please don't forget to leave a five-star review and a positive message if you like the podcast. It really helps to get the podcast out to more people. 
And if you have a story you'd like to share, please email me at hauntedhtx at gmail.com. I want to give a special thanks to Styles Mega ZX Retro, and this is Papitz for sharing their stories, and always to Oscar for making the intro music. And if you want to connect on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at hauntedhtx and Facebook at facebook.com slash hauntedhtxpod. Hope to see you there. Bye, y'all.